You're listening to the Fade to Gray Network. Testing one, two, three. Happy weekend, everybody. This is Chris, and I'm extremely pleased to bring you a brand new podcast on the Fade to Gray Network called Open Mic Night. On Open Mic Night, you'll be able to hear some stories and songs from musicians that you might not have otherwise heard of. Today, we're talking with Pearl Earl, an all-female psychedelic punk band from Denton, Texas. You'll get to hear three of their songs, as well as some interesting stories that go along with them. So Bailey, the drummer, and Ariel, the guitar player and vocalist, uh, will you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hello. Hi. I'm (laughs) Bailey. I'm Ariel. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Okay, so I've seen you guys twice, right? Um, Both times at Oktopia. Okay. One, One was at Andy's in Denton. Yeah. I think that was a few years ago. And then... The last time was at Trees for Octopia. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Ariel, me, and Steph started the band, and it was a three-piece for a while. Uh, we added a fourth member who's a male. It didn't work out after two tours, uh, two years. Uh, went back to being a three-piece to record our full-length album. Which is when which you was, saw us at Octopia. Yeah, which was that piece. time. And then... Uh, a year and a month ago, we added Chelsea, who was our fourth member, uh, and she's also in multiple other projects, too. And definitely the best fit. Yes. For- <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's great news. I mean, it's always good to find the person that's a good fit, especially after losing someone that may not have been the best fit, for sure. But it being a four-piece is Ariel's like, sound vision. We really need that fourth layer of keys extra stuff yeah i want to talk real quick about karaoke superstar um you said it was kind of a joke song all right tell me a little bit more about that why is it a joke song uh because like kind of a joke song about a character that she's always at the bar uh, always at the karaoke bar and i don't know i thought it was like a weird funky song that wasn't to be taken seriously but then it's actually kind of like the underlying theme song of pearl earl i think yeah it's definitely the one that i remember from that first show at uh andy's i think like part of why it was a joke song is because a lot of ariel's songs have specific like concepts and that one was more of a throwaway thing like it was funny and silly and just about a person rather than about like some bigger idea uh so yeah but then i don't know because then it looking back at the lyrics like it does kind of have a bigger thing to it like she lives her life at the crossroads like it's like about it's kind of about like a contradictory i don't know how to explain it but she she lost her mind back in hollywood and so it references that she was like you know in hollywood but now she's like wound up in a karaoke bar and you know it's got cigarette burns on her tits like what what does that mean like she got it it's a cautionary tale ariel right (laughs) so it's so it's not biographical about any specific person it's just it's a story you're storytelling yeah that's great
how did you guys develop the sound for that? Was it because I mean, if I can describe your sound, it's almost like a mix between uh, psychedelic punk. Um, I would even venture to say kind of a surf rock feel at times too. Sound definitely is more surf, but the new sound, even like with this new album we're working on, it's completely different. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. So you guys are working on a new album right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. we just recorded yesterday a little yeah. bit. So, but I think the the first album was like kind of I'm not gonna say amateur, but kind of like the Ariel's kind of first songs, but then the second one was kind of like, okay, what worked? What didn't work? What do I want to get away from? What do I want to move towards? And so it evolved in the second album, and then the third one's evolving even more. And we're hoping the sound will continue to change mm-hmm. and then and evolve. And yeah, like the early stuff, I say it's more amateur because it's like surf rock. It's easy. It's not very complicated. There's not a lot of of changes the songs are shorter uh the second album things are getting more complicated there's deeper concepts and then the third one is almost going to be more like a concept album with kind of some overarching musical themes oh that's cool and and a lot different varied instrumentation and even like whole areas where like maybe we're going to have like an eight minute song oh wow wow okay out into space there's a part one and a part two of the song but it's weird because it's not even completely like new it's new material for the band to to perform but i'm still pulling like i'm the one of the songs on there is like probably like five years old like but it became like now it's it got birthed i guess and i don't know sure it's just but it's it's just cool because it really has evolved a lot, like from the first. And there's going to be a lot more of the energy of the four of us on this one. Like one of the songs we're working on now is "Full Moon Power," which was inspired by like a night that we were all for like f- shooting fireworks, and it was a full moon, and we just started like chanting and dancing. Chelsea <laughs> joined the band, and we had Chelsea, like another yeah. best friend here. Yeah, Chelsea just joined, and we were like almost kind of celebrating her joining to the band and it's a full moon we did some tarot we did some tarot <laughs> get it up i think we're all chanting full moon power and me and, and chelsea chelsea was on the bongos and me and chelsea started chanting and then we all we all started doing it and, and we were like that has to be a song so then i made sure to make a song that had that in there that's awesome yeah. that's a cool story so i have to ask the name where in the world did you come up with the name Pearl Earl? Uh, well, Earl is like a nickname that I always had. And so whenever this was obviously like my Because if you're project. drunk and you say Ariel, it's like Earl. Earl. <laughs> Especially if you're from East Texas, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from Texas. So, yeah, I don't know. It, whenever I was first deciding, you know, what to call my thing, I was like, well, people call me Earl sometimes. So... And I like the idea of an androgynous kind of person. And then Pearl, I really just like the way that that rang with it. Uh, I think pearls are cool because they have like, you know, a luster, like kind of a pearlescent rainbow luster to it. So it's kind of visually pleasing to pair with that word. Sure. But yeah, really, I think it's just like a character too. Like It's not like any deep meaning really other than that. It's simple. But this. Could make it a deep meaning if you wanted to and say like that 
Earl is a person that came out of a clam, like a gym or an oyster. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you, you could know. say that. You could do that. I, I actually think it's really fitting for the band, though, because I don't think you take yourselves too seriously. Like with your music, it's fun. It's upbeat. It's it's lighthearted, uh, or at least it seems that way from the sound of the music. And you mentioned earlier about having a lot of lyrical themes, um, especially on the newer stuff that you're doing. So I, I guess we can kind of transition to talking about your your full length. One of the standout tracks on that is Meet Your Maker. Tell me about how you wrote that and maybe the story behind that. So I wrote that on, like I came up with a bass line, the main bass line, and then I knew I knew that I wanted uh, the main riff that, I want to meet your maker, like that's what I had for it. But I didn't really know what the lyrical content was going to be until we were actually in the studio, and I decided that I wanted it to be, it's political, and it's kind of about the state of, you know, humans, and it's written from an alien's perspective onto, you know, the earth, and kind of how, like, why why are we the way we are, and how things are, you know, messed up. There's a lot of underlying things. Uh, Donald Trump is a reference in there. I would have never known that it was from an alien's perspective. I think that's a really cool um, idea. I think it's, you know, interesting that you're that you're writing lyrics from the perspective of other people. And I think it definitely pays off because whenever you're talking about I want to meet your maker, like it can mean something to me different than what maybe it means to somebody else. So I think your lyrics are accessible to multiple different, uh, I guess, views, um, even if you didn't necessarily intend it to be that way. That's really cool that you can do that with your lyrics and and that you can uh, be fun with it. Well, yeah. And but like, I think a lot of the songs are meant to be like that, like double entendres, like. Take a shot is on that album and it's meant to be like, take a shot with me. Like, let's try this out. Like take a shot and see what happens. But it turned into every time we play that song, people put four shots on the stage, you know, (laughs) most people took it quite literally, you know? Um, So like, I think a lot of them, that's what's so fun about them because they're just vague enough to where they could be taken multiple directions. I try to write ambiguously and not so personal, and that's why whenever there is a personal song, it's way harder for me to like put it out there because it's like that's how I feel. Right. And right. Everyone. Can, yeah. 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 Like 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 uh, one of the songs on the new album. She was really kind of afraid to put on there almost because it Which was. One? You didn't want to put I Know oh, on yeah, there because yeah. it was so personal and uh, the last song on the album. So, But yeah, like it turned out being one that people were like, "I that's one of my favorite songs, you know? So I think it's good to, to put it out there sometimes, you know? You yeah, know, of course. Chance of being vulnerable.
so it's a self-titled album um, that you guys put out after your EP. And how quickly did you guys do that after you recorded that first uh, EP? So we recorded that EP. Well, we released that EP in May. So I think it was about February or March when we like recorded it. And then to get it out there, we released it um, on my birthday, May 1st. And then we recorded the full length in August of the following year. So what would you say would be the track that you liked the most off of that full length? What what's or or what are some of the songs that are standout songs to you on that? It's it's almost like I know they're all your babies and you can't pick your favorite one, but like what Now some of them are not our babies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hate some of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you hate some of them. All right. <laughs> I really like Meet Your Maker, actually, and that's why we put it first. Same. That's my favorite. I love that song. Yeah, and I think too. it kind of is the anthem of that album. Star in the Sky is my second favorite song. Same. And that's the first song on the B-side, which is why we put it there, because we listen to a lot of vinyl. Like, when you flip the record, it's like, we're going to a new place. <laughs> Owen. And so... I love that one for that, but also I really love Captain Howdy, which same. is also we have all the same one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, what was the second one that you mentioned? That was your second favorite. Star in the Sky. It's number six. Tell me a little bit about that song. So that one, um, that one actually, I remember I made on a loop station the first, the beginning of it, the kind of very like proggy, like uh, kind of dark part, um, and. Bailey had actually I wanted to show her this other song that I was working on. Oh yeah. And I and I that flipped on really quick on my loop station and she was like, Ooh, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not ready to show you that yet. And I'm like, wait, screw <laughs> this song. I wanna play that song. Yeah. And so she goes in the, she would go into her room and, and bunker down and write a bunch of stuff with her headphones on and then she'd bring me in there and be like, Listen to this, you know? <laughs> But that other one accidentally came on, and I was like, oh, my God, what is that sound? It was kind of like, at first it was like, what, is that an accident? And then I was like, oh, that's that's got a rhythm to it. And <laughs> it was just so weird and intriguing. I didn't have the ending ready for that, and then I just knew that I wanted the intro to be that weird thing that we totally jammed on and then created, you know, this, like, introduction to the actual song. I mean, you could cut that intro off and then not and still have the song essentially but we wanted this kind of weird space thing happening that intro is really really neat and i'm glad that you guys recorded it with that intro on there for sure we were trying to like think of songs what they needed and not try to make songs that worked for the radio and that one doesn't really work for the radio no it has to be edited to be played but we were like no it needs this you know like we wanted that one to be heard too and we released that secondly so yeah i don't think it got any it couldn't be played on the radio but you know we didn't care because that was like our like our second number one baby that we liked and like people in the (laughs) 60s and the 70s they didn't give a shit about that they had 14 minute songs you know
If people want to listen to you, what's your preferred place for them to go to listen? Probably Spotify or buy a vinyl. Well, of course. Yeah, you'd much rather than buy the vinyl. <laughs> We're on Spotify, iTunes. We have a Bandcamp. We have a SoundCloud. Um, you can just Google us and find us on YouTube. Sure. So, whatever. Check out the music videos, you know, if people want to go see what those look like. And we were talking about Captain Howdy. We, we do, have a, do have a music video coming out for that song. That's exciting. Yeah. And so, uh, do you guys have a website? Yeah. We do. Uh, PearlEarl.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on and, and talking about the band and the history and, and kind of uh, giving me a, a better perspective of your lyrics and everything. I'm super excited to have spoken with you guys. I, I like the band even more now. I'm very excited to go back and listen to it. Thanks so much for taking the time out to do it. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much for wanting to do this. All right, Fade to Gray family, you heard it here. Go out and support Pearl Earl. Listen to them on Spotify. If you really like it, go buy their vinyl. And make sure to keep tuning in to the Fade to Gray network. Go leave us a review on iTunes, like us on social media, and join our Patreon to be a part of our Marco Polo group where you can join the discussion. We'll see you next time on the Fade to Gray podcast.